Good morning, and welcome to the ALC Daily Podcast. My name is Jared Pollard, and I am the Youth and Worship Pastor here at Abundant Life Church. This podcast is intended to impart faith and courage for us to become the hands and feet of Jesus in our everyday lives. We truly believe that the best is yet to come. Good morning. My name is Pastor Jared Pollard. And this is Pastor Benjamin Davis. See, we've gone back to the old intro. Uh-huh. And so we don't have to say as much at the it, beginning. You did, it threw me, but I you caught was, on. I caught on fast. That's right. I was not caught off guard. <laughs> and the reason for that is that I have been consecrated <laughs> and ready for this podcast. You're prepared. Which is what we're going to talk about this week is how to be if you're consecrated, that's a Bible term, consecrate yourselves, that you will not be caught off guard. So here's a question. Have you ever found yourself where you feel like you're facing a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity and you're thinking to yourself, don't screw this up? (laughs) Because if I screw this up, this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity that I will never see again. Has that mm. ever happened to you? Uh, once. <laughs> what was Just it? Just once. Uh, well, Natalie, she was the once-in-a-lifetime oh, opportunity. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah, we had a we had a happening where it was like, if I screw this up, ooh, this could be over. Ooh, okay, <laughs> all right, okay. Yeah, you know, I believe there are those once-in-a-lifetime opportunities where we do need to kind of say to ourselves, don't mess this up Mm. because it is a God moment. Mm -hmm. And that's what this week's podcasts are going to be about is we're going to pull from the book of Joshua, Joshua chapter three, where the Lord was giving them a once in a lifetime opportunity. Now to set it up, um, they had waited 40 years for this moment. Now, if you've waited 40 years for this moment, <laughs> do you think you would be in that mindset, that attitude of, don't mess this up? Not just 40 years, but walking around in the desert. <laughs> for 40 years. Eating manna. For com- 40 years. Complaining, Lord, I want meat. Finding a bunch of dead quail on the shore of some, <laughs> some body of water. <laughs> eating them. And then a few thousand people dying because they ate it. Don't mess this up. <laughs> don't screw up. Don't screw up. <laughs> All that's going to change. Just don't screw up. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of the the background. And in that context, we read in Joshua 3, 5, then Joshua said to the people, consecrate yourselves for tomorrow. The Lord will do wonders among you. Mm. So this is a Bible word consecrate. It's really not talked about much anymore, which mm. is fine. Because it's not so important you learn the word consecrate as you is you understand the concept of mm-hmm. consecrate. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, consecrate these days is hardly ever used. Mm-hmm. So I decided to use my compare button. Oh, here we go on the Bible app. That's the coolest tool ever. It's pretty. It's a pretty cool tool. Is you, you pull up a Bible verse on your Bible app, you click on it, and then you click compare, mm. and you can see a hundred different ways of translating that thing. It's true. And so I only use about five of them. Mm-hmm. So when I, I did, clicked the compare button, by the way, um, it, just to plant a seed here again, uh, we're super excited that Abundant Life is um, going to be raising funds for 
25 smartphones mm. to be given to surge pastors that as we plant them, they'll have a smartphone and they'll be able to have the Bible app and Absolutely. they'll be able to have the compare button. Absolutely. But more than that, they'll be able to receive daily devotionals from mm-hmm. the surge leaders and they'll be able to receive trainings, the quality that you and I experienced That's at right. Pastors University. That's right. And they'll be able to give reports in the remote parts of the world. 25 cell phones is $10,000. Mm-hmm. This is not going to be done as an abundant life offering. Mm-hmm. This is going to be done by, if you're listening to this, go to your business, the place where you work, and ask your business if they yeah. would like to contribute yeah. $400, which is one, one smartphone, yeah. right? Yep. So plant that seed yep. and not um, just one smartphone, but it's the device and a year's worth of the plan, a, a year's worth of data plan. Mm-hmm. Because you, what Surge does is plants the pastor for a year, provides for them for a year, then expects them to be self-sufficient within a year where yep. they can pay for the next year themselves. Yep, absolutely. Right? So, all right. So back to the word consecrate, I hit my compare button and consecrate can also be translated sanctify yourselves, uh, that would be the amplified version, mm-hmm. or purify yourselves, mm-hmm. that would be the New Living Translation, NLT. Mm-hmm. Is that what the That's NLT it. is? New Living Translation. And so unfortunately, the Passion Translation doesn't have the Old Testament written mm-hmm. yet. So consecrate yourselves, sanctify yourselves, purify yourselves. Which one of those words has the most meaning to you? Consecrate, sanctify, or purify? Um, sanctify. Why? Just, uh, you know, raised traditional Southern Baptist. It was not the auditorium or the multi-purpose room. It was the sanctuary. That's, yeah. where, oh. that's where you went to church. Okay. Um, and so that's where the services were held. So it gives me an immediate image of this space was set apart. And that's the actual definition of consecration and sanctify. Okay. It's holiness. It's to set apart. Um, and so that's, that's the immediate picture that I get. Wow. And I remember when I was a kid, we would do these, uh, sayings on Sunday nights occasionally, and they just get up there and like, all right, everybody pick a, pick your favorite number, which would be the hymn number out of mm-hmm. the hymnal. And I would always pick hymn number three from the 1991 version of the Baptist hymnal. And it was holy, holy, holy. Is and that so right? I just got, it's just a, a big circular picture. In it's my mind amazing it what God will do. If you keep your children in church. Yep. Isn't that something? Yep. And I love that song to this day. Wow. Yep. That's awesome. I think for me, the word purify is the one I identify with mm-hmm. because when I came to Christ at 15, I was anything but pure. <laughs> I was full of demons, full of sin, full of immorality, mm-hmm. full of everything but God. And so the you know, those first years of my life were nothing but purify. Yeah. But uh, consecrate, sanctify, purify. They're all good words. And Joshua said to the people, you got to consecrate yourself, purify yourself, sanctify yourself because God is about to do a once in a lifetime event for you and you don't want to miss it. Yeah. Okay. Why is it necessary then to sanctify, purify, or consecrate yourself so you don't miss it? How could you miss it if you're not consecrated? That's really the fear of God question here. Yeah. Um, I mean, I see several different uh, aspects of this, but one of the things is some if you're not prepared for something, 
you could be totally unaware that it's even happening. You might be looking the other direction. (laughs) (laughs) You can miss it entirely. Uh, And I remember um, being a kid, you know, you're driving in the car, you're looking out a window and you're like, hey, everybody, look at that. I mean, that's what you're, yeah. that's what I envision is just this, somebody saying, hey, look at that. Isn't that so cool? Mm-hmm. And if you're not prepared to look, you can miss it. That's exactly right. If your mind's in your video game, <laughs> you miss the awesome thing it's that true. you could have seen, right? It's true. And so it is consecrate yourself, purify mm-hmm. yourself, sanctify yourself. You don't want to miss this thing. Mm-hmm. And so that's what Joshua is telling the people. So... Um, in this context, it is about we're about to cross the Jordan mm-hmm. and God's going to do some things that man has never seen before. Now, they had seen the parting of the Red Sea. Yeah. Actually, they were little bitty children, so their parents had seen it. Yep. And they kind of have childhood memories of that, you know, the cool day that they got to walk through the <laughs> ocean, you know. Uh, you know. But now they're going to see it as adults, yeah. the cr- crossing of the Jordan, while mm-hmm. the Jordan waters are going to get walled up, you yep. know, and they're going to see it um, for themselves. But it was only going to be the beginning of mm-hmm. lots of extraordinary miracles. Yeah. And Joshua didn't want them to miss it because they weren't sanctified, yeah. concentrated. Their focus wasn't right. Yeah. One way to think about it is this. Um, do you find that the the world is constantly throwing stuff at you to look at and it, maybe it's not even immoral. It's just... It's just a distraction. It's just a distraction. Yeah. Where do you? Where does that come to you? Well, I mean, what, what, what sources hit you? Yeah. For me, it's the evening news. <laughs> At my age, the evening news is almost the devil. That's funny. And it's not that it is the devil. It is more that that is so distracting mm-hmm. that it, it's going to get me mad, angry, all those kinds mm-hmm. of things. And... You know, it's hard to stay consecrated watching that stuff. Yeah. Uh, the news doesn't affect me that much. Yeah, I've young never, people, it doesn't, never right? never been that interested. Yeah. Um, you know, I know what's going on, but just never interested enough uh, to to listen to that. But mm-hmm. the main thing, I think, for people uh, my age and for myself is opportunities. Mm. Um, mm. Some are good. Some are bad. Mm. Uh, you know, you see opportunities. Uh, and so at, for me, at my stage in life, you know, if there's an opportunity to do something, it's really easy for me to just be like, oh, I can do that. Because mm. I'm young, I got energy, I've got all that type of stuff. But it's, um, there are a lot of things that a lot of younger people get involved in um, without ever considering, is this something that I'm supposed to do? Yeah. Or does this detract from my relationship with God? It could even be a good thing. Mm-hmm. But if it detracts from your relationship with God, then it, it's not a good thing. Mm-hmm. So. Want to hear a true story? Here we go. So my wife and I were youth pastors for 18 years. And... Um, my lead pastor had a vision for he always wanted a coffee house ministry. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we weren't able to do it for years and years, but he always had that vision. He wanted one. He, he had one, a successful one in the 60s with all of the 60s revolution, and he wanted one in the 80s, you know, 90s. Gotcha. And so uh, the time came when the Lord said, the time is now. This is, this is your moment to, get the, to do a coffee house ministry. Well, I looked at what it was going to require and said our current schedule won't work yeah. if we're going to do a coffee house ministry. Yeah. So our kids were in sports and sports are good. Yeah. But the Lord spoke to me. This is going to require some consecration. This is going to, he actually didn't use the word consecration because it doesn't mean anything to me, but it's, it's going to require, you know, I'm saying some pulling away. Yeah. 
So sacrifice. My, my son sacrifice. My son wanted to do a, another sport, which we were all for, but the Lord gave me a word. Mm. And the Lord spoke to me and said, if he will give up that sport mm. so that you guys can all do the coffee house ministry together, mm-hmm. I will bless his lawn mowing business. Mm. Now, I'm not over-exaggerating when I tell this story. I spoke that to him, and it was hard, and did, but he did give up that sport. And I watched as God started breaking lawnmowers all around our neighborhood. <laughs> it was hilarious. All right, wait, wait. Are you telling me that there's An angel some, of lawnmowing There's breaking. somebody on my street right now <laughs> who prayed for my lawnmower to be broken because it is broken. It could be. Uh, it could be. Interesting. I, I didn't pray for their broken lawnmowers. It was God who said to me, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to increase his business. Yeah. So what happened was the first thing was the neighbor just north of us their lawnmower broke, and they came over to my son and said, can you mow my lawn? Because mm. he had a little lawn mowing business. And he mm. said, yes. Then the neighbor south of us, their lawnmower broke. And they the neighbors came over and said, can you mow our lawn? And they said, yes. Then the neighbor across the street saw that he was getting all the lawns in the cul-de-sac, and there, there wasn't a lawnmower breaking. It was they had already hired somebody, mm-hmm. but that person was blowing the clippings into the landscaping. <laughs> And it made them so mad. It was a professional service. They said to my son, if you will just not blow the clippings into our landscaping, you can have our lawn. That's hilarious. So he got he he didn't blow the clippings into the landscaping, and he got their lawn. Pretty simple. And then the people over just on the other section, their lawnmower broke. And then up the street, a lawnmower broke. It, it got comical. And I watched God expand his little lawn mowing business from just a couple of lawns all the way up to 15 before it was all over. And so um, all of that happened because the Lord gave us a word that if you will consecrate yourself, if you'll sanctify yourself, purify yourself, separate yourself from these good moral things. Mm -hmm. Consecration can be separation from immoral things, amoral things, meaning Mm -hmm. things that are not moral nor immoral, Mm -hmm. okay? Uh, Or just busyness. Yeah. To do this thing that God is saying to do, yeah, that's sanctification, that's consecration, yeah. then you will see God at work. And I, yeah. I'm hoping that as I'm speaking, I'm creating a hunger in you yeah. to want to see this thing that God is going to do. Mm. The price is you're going to have to give up something, yep. consecrate yourself, yep. right? And Pastor Jared and I are here to say it's worth it. That's right. You think it's worth it? It's totally worth it. It's worth it. And that would be that would be our final word on this is my encouragement is whatever God is asking you right now to give up so that you can experience more of what God's going to do, mm-hmm. it's it's gonna be worth it. Thank you for joining us today. At Abundant Life Church, we believe that through community in small groups and encounters with Jesus, you will have growth. Visit Abundant.us to learn more about ALC and how to join a small group. You can also join us on Sunday mornings at 9 a.m. in person or at 1045 in person or on our YouTube with our live stream community.